Welcome to episode 213 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how's it going, man? I'm doing alright. How was your Saturday? How's your cabinet? That's actually a better question. Good. It's <laughs> sitting in a box in my kitchen right now. <laughs> Waiting for that. Thanks for helping me come or thanks for coming and helping me haul stuff. Yeah. Well, I know your wife wanted to like unpack the whole thing and look at it. I didn't know how far into unpacking you actually went, so uh, no, we just cut it cut cut it open and took a quick look at it so it made sure it wasn't snapped in half or anything basically yeah like as long as it wasn't splintered and cracking all over we were like we're good yeah this is what it needs to be because otherwise it's like oh we got a scuff of paint or something like that we could send it back and get it replaced yeah and it would take four months or something dumb (laughs) probably (laughs) probably about that so but yeah so but so how was how how were your pre-releases uh oh obviously you're a jerk (laughs) i forgot i was actually just asking to like kind of like bring up that we played pre-releases but yeah um get wrecked (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry in a shocking turn of events, mulliganing to five, two games in a row against a really good blue-eyed flyers deck, you don't stand much of a chance. Even though I do actually think if I had played a little bit differently, I actually could have stolen game three from you. Yeah, probably. I don't think game game three. I don't think you were far off. No, um, I mean I got you to two. Like, I, uh, I was at five for sure. Yeah, and I was like literally making plans on how to deal with like just to survive and not get hit. But yeah. so I had to start playing really cautiously. Yeah, and game two, it just mulliganing to five and you're just playing yeah. a better blue white flyers deck than me i didn't really yeah. stand much of a chance basically so. the board kind of got wiped and i was able to recover faster is kind of how it worked yeah once again i did mulligan to five that game so yeah <laughs> you definitely had more resources to recover yeah true. I, do, I do actually think our game one was really really good though so our game one was really good yeah like that was a good that was a good game it was yeah, yeah. Whew. But, <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, I went uh, I went three one in the second one. I mulliganed to five game three and lost again. <laughs> and then uh, I did my classic play one round, beat my opponents, concede to them because I have no value in taking a win from them, and then yeah. go home to record a podcast. So yeah, so. It was it was somebody you're okay just just beating them in the beginning like all right have your win walk away and not somebody that you're like I don't like you I'm gonna steal your win <laughs> yeah it, it was not someone that I would do that to no uh, so, to, to be fair there isn't that many people I would do that to yeah true but... even people who I actively dislike because they're like really really obnoxious they're not yeah. someone that I like despise right yeah but... all right so. We obviously have more cards to talk about from the set, um, and we got to play some of them, so that was cool. But yeah, yeah. should we get should we get down to it? I played a lot of this one. <laughs> a lot of this one, yeah. We'll start out. So uh, first, so we're gonna hit our flavor section, our miscellaneous section, then we'll talk about our best of the best ten out of ten card. Um, and yeah, so flavor. Let's start it off. Uh, I I played at least one of these, maybe more. This this card was awesome. Uh, so. Uh, 
Morning Patrol, two and a white for a 2-3 creature human soldier with Vigilance and Disturb for three and a white. Uh, flavor text is creepy out here, isn't it, boy? I always feel like there's... Uh, like someone's watching us, and it's a dude, you know, like a, you know, one of the soldiers with a with a dog walking through a graveyard. The backside is Morning Apparition. It is a two one creature spirit soldier, uh, with flying and vigilance. If it would die, put it, if it would be put into a graveyard from anywhere, exile it instead. Um, flavor text: You could see the spirits all along, couldn't you? Well, now I can too. Uh, so the reason why this is in here is because the first t- t- part of the card is called mourning, as in you are in yep. mourning for the death of someone. And then the second half is called mourning, as in the sun is rising. As in daylight. Yeah, it's, there's just a, it's a really, really nice story actually going on yep. in this card. It's it's one of those, like, it's sad, but it's a touching sad, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the, do- the dog is with his owner after the owner <laughs> probably got torn in half by a werewolf. Or a spirit, or something, <laughs> killed the hell out of him. <laughs> so many things killed him. It's in Estrada. Everything kills you. Yeah, the ants kill you. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say like Innistrad is the is the Australia of the Magic Multiverse, but I don't think that's true. I'm gonna go with Zendikar actually. No, the thing is on Zendikar. Even the Earth is trying to kill you. Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? The Earth is trying to kill you, but the animals aren't, like, more aggressive than any other plane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All let's right. be, let's be completely honest. <laughs> right? Like, it's not more aggressive. It's just like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this card was also just solid when we played it, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. like, three mana, two, three vigilance... That having you can get back having, for a yeah yeah and then you can like get it you can spend four mana for a two power flyer that's just yeah. good the fact that this card has three toughness is so real I, oh my god is that useful man I had the I had the two mana three two rare and so I'll feel exile card from graveyard whenever attacks exile card from graveyard pay two mana it can't be blocked and it gains texture from color of your choice yeah like that card having two toughness made it so bad oh. Like, that's that's what I found too. Like any of the any of the two threes were like I was like heck yeah, like yeah. these these are great. But like the three twos were just they just oh man it just was not as good. Yeah, like they were fine. <laughs> they but were it's fine, like, but it's like they, they, they were, were almost really, equivalent to a two two in most cases. Yeah, they they were really bad on defense because there's a because there's a lot of two two zombies attacking. Yeah, two two yeah and, two twos or like two ones also. There's tons of two ones. Yeah, and on offense, there's just like yeah, like I said, there's so many two ones and two twos. It's just like, hooray, I guess. Yeah. Like if your opponent stumbles, they can punish them, and you know, obviously the the Sun Gold Sentinel can like give itself unblockable. But I mean, spending two mana and having Coven means like you're not going to be doing that until later in the game. Yeah, right. But yeah. So, all right. There's that guy. Next up, we have Unruly Mob. Uh, it, I mean, this card's been reprinted in every single Innistrad set ever. Is this, so. is this the Sky Knight Legionnaire of Innistrad sets? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So this card is... Uh, this is here because of the flavor text. Basically, every Unruly Mob has had different flavor text. Uh-huh. The first one was, Who says werewolves are the only ones who can hunt in a pack? 
the second one from Shadows over in Estrada is those who aren't welcome will know it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And the fourth and my personal favorite is we survived the tra- the travails, killer angels, horrors from beyond the moon. Now some big werewolves think they can scare us. Let them try. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's like, <laughs> it's like you are a human on Innistrad. You're I not scared like, of wolves. <laughs> I feel like I'm, uh, like the humans on Innistrad are just like, like they they've seen so much shit that it's like it's like the guy who's worked in a convenience store so long that somebody comes in and like puts a gun in his face and he's like bitch sit down yeah <laughs> like puts a gun in his face like dude really really like I just don't I just want to finish my shift and go home get out of here I've been here for eleven years yeah like this doesn't scare me <laughs> yeah like. There's, yeah. Also, like, did you not see the bus that just pulled into the parking lot? That's going to be a bigger problem than you are. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Those okay. who have worked it know I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so next up, we have Fading Hope. It's a single blue for an instant. Return target creature to its owner's hand. If its mana value is three or less, scry one. Uh, flavor text at least i won't become one of those things this card is so sad <laughs> yeah the art and flavor text combined is just oh yeah. my god <laughs> art, that art is awesome i love this, it like, this art is utterly fantastic like uh-huh. it's just the name the art the flavor text they yeah. all work together so well it's a very it's a very good holistic concept for a card and everything yeah i, I really like that i really like this card i mean sure it's a, it's an unsummon whatever excuse like, me sir <laughs> sit your ass down <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a strictly better unsummon it is a strictly better unsummon i don't know you can't play it in popper it's only a uh, uncommon <sighs> Because that's a drawback. <laughs> uh, a, like, knowing Popper, if this was legal and Popper would break the entire format. I mean, they just banned two cards from it and people are still saying the format shit, so... so... <laughs> I mean, Pop- it's like, maybe it's not the cards. Yeah, you're <laughs> Popper so... and fans of Popper. Your format sucks and it's your fault. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, we have Falcon Abomination. <laughs> uh, two, two and a blue, two, two. Creature Zombie Bird. When it's Belfield, you make a two, two zombie with decay. Flavor text the foulest of foul. <laughs> <laughs> what is that thing? Oh so I'm going to be honest with you. All right. Yep. I cannot look at this card without hearing you going. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I guess I did that every time I played it, right? Well, no, just in general, this is what your face looks like when you make that sound. Okay, that's fair, yeah. I, <laughs> I also did it. This, is, uh, this, 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 this thing's this head is bigger than the torso of the human it's attacking. Oh, I mean, it's a zombie head stitched onto a dead vulture's body. Like It's, it's a zombie giant's head stitched onto a, a, a creature's body. Yes, it is. You horrifying. you know for a fact this thing's like screech of hunting is just the most horrible sound in the world. Yeah. 
Yes, it is the foulest of foul. Also, it's just a solid card. It is. I mean, it's a 2-2 I mean, flyer with upside. Yeah, it's, it's a Windrake with upside, right? Like, sign me up. <laughs> no. And if we're being honest, the 2-2... Um, the 2-2 duders aren't that great. The zombies? Yeah. Yeah, they're not as good as they. it seems like they would be. But I mean, like, I'll take gravy. Yeah, like, it's perfectly fine. It does what you want it to do, so. On, on some of the other, like, I liked having the, um, those zombies because it helps get the, um, the coven triggered sometimes. Yeah. So even if it's only for a turn. <laughs> because I can't just let them sit on the field and not do anything. Yeah. Which <laughs> you probably noticed, but. All right. All right, we ready? It, it, yep. Next up, it is Grafted Identity. Two blue blue for an enchantment aura. As an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice a creature. Enchant creature. You control enchanted creature. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one. Uh, flavor max autonomy. <laughs> or is that... Yeah, autonomy is only skin deep. So, fun fact about this card. Mm -hmm. It has different art on Arena. Really? Yes. So if you take the two arts uh -huh. and you transpose the faces, you have what faces they should have, as opposed to the oh, there we are, yeah, okay, as opposed to the horror faces that they end up having. As uh -huh. you know, the one guy is freaking the hell out because he has a zombie face, and the other zombie is really, really happy that he has a human face. Yeah, <laughs> this card is horrifying on so many levels. Yeah. It it really is like that's a good flavor flavor hit. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it's literally only on Arena too. Because I was watching an Arena stream and, and uh, someone drafted it. I was like, that art looks different. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, Arena Alt Art Graft Identity. Huh. Cool. Yeah, and it's made by the same artist. Obviously, he's just yeah. it's, it's sweet. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm wondering. I do, if I, gonna... I do like that. That's a cool little call. I wonder if they're going to put out a. Um... Uh, promo with the alternate art Physical on it or something. Version, yeah, maybe. Be cool. Also, this card just has an awesome design. It does. It, like this is just a really good design for a, a, a control magic effect. Yeah, the flavor of the card is fantastic. So. Yeah, love it. All right. Next up, we have on the blinking observer. <laughs> one of the blue for a two-one creature homunculus. Tap. Out of blue, spend this man only to pay just pay a disturbed cost or cast an instant or sorcery spell. Nope. Day seventy-seven. The hum the homunculus within the crystal continues to mimic my every movement. I wonder what they are writing. Laboratory notes of Zilk. <laughs> uh. This is I really enjoy this flavor text. Basically, is why I put it on here. <laughs> Uh, I just like I, anything with eyeballs. I just always think of like you and your thing with eyes. Like, so I'm like, <laughs> uh. here's the thing, right? Homunculus eyes don't freak me out unless they were getting poked in them. Unless they're getting poked in them, but, I mean that's just anything being poked in the eye, right? Oh yeah. Like I just I love the how the like homunculuses are all stupid. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's just staring funny. for the last 77 days he's been staring at himself in effectively a mirror thinking it was someone else <laughs> yeah 
I love homunculi. Homunculi are something. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, excellent. Uh, Apparently, we do not care about the flavor of black or red cards. <laughs> well, yeah, because we just skipped all those. Um, next up, we have uh, Death Bonnet Sprout. A uh, single green for a 1-1 one, one creature fungus at the beginning of your upkeep mill a card. Then if there are three or more creature cards in your graveyard, transform it. Uh, the backside is Death Bonnet Hulk. It's a 3-3 three, three fungus horror. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may exile a card from a graveyard. If a creature card is exiled this way, put a plus one, plus one countered on it. Uh, so the, uh, the flavor text on the backside is, they grow up so fast. Uh, this is my just look at it card because it's like this little, it's this little mushroom. But it's so it's so cute. I don't and then know. text ties it together good too. I love it. Yeah, I don't know who it is at Wasi who decided that like fungus in the magic have to be the most adorable things ever. Yeah, right. But it's like saprlings. They just look cuddly. Yeah, like like I've never wanted to cuddle a mushroom before, but like <laughs> you just like if this mushroom walked if this mushroom walked up to you and like pulls on your pant leg, you would totally give it a hug. I'd be like, oh, we're, what, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> and then you'd like it die because it's definitely poisonous. <laughs> oh, I mean, definitely poisonous. But it would be the most adorable as, death ever. Or as Sir Terry Pratchett once said, "All fungi are edible, some only once." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> Man. All right, I, but yes, I, I, I love my conids. I want to like play yeah. my conid. There's a druid of the of the spore. Maybe I could do that. There you go. Okay. Right. Next up, we have eccentric farmer. <laughs> two and a green for a two three creature human peasant. We don't see peasants very often. No, we don't. <laughs> When eccentric farm enters the battlefield, mill three cards. Then you may return a land card from your graveyard to your hand. Flavor text. Careful now. Don't want to get the seeds stuck in your feelers like last time. <laughs> and it's, like... it's this ancient old woman feeding a pumpkin to the most nightmare fuel centipede I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> I love it. It's, uh... it's like the old movie Lake Placid. With like sure. the giant crocodile, where there's this old lady who lives on the lake, and well, people are like trying to like hunt down this crocodile, and she's been feeding it for years. Like they like catch her like leading this huge ass cow out to the shore, and the alligator comes up and eats it, and she's like she ends up like attacking the people who are trying to capture it because the alligator killed a bunch of people. Spoilers, and she's, like, everybody. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, and, and like the she, and she's like, it's not his fault. My husband didn't bring his glasses. He couldn't see very well, so he, he you know, he actually got eaten, and now he he likes the taste of people. It's not the alligator's fault. It's like, lady, this thing ate your husband, right? Like, you, if you told me that this pumpkin growing lady's husband got eaten by that centipede, I would believe you. I mean, <laughs> true, but apparently centipedes love pumpkins. I guess. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. I, sure. Trust you. Uh, Alright. Uh, next up, we have Arlen the Pax Hope. Uh, Arlen is a Planeswalker for two red-green with four loyalty. Uh, obviously legendary Planeswalker Arlen. Uh, static of Daybound. Uh, plus one until your next turn. You may cast creature spells as though they had flash. Each creature you control enters the battlefield with an additional plus one, plus one counter on it. Minus three, create two 
2-2 green wolf creature tokens. Uh, the backside is Ireland the Moon's Fury. Uh, Nightbound, obviously. Plus two, add green or red green. Zero until end of turn. Ireland the Moon's Fury becomes a 5-5 world creature with trample, indestructible, and haste. Oh, uh, look. It's Gideon. <laughs> oh, look. They found a way to fill his shoes. Uh, this card is actually really, really sweet for a somewhat subtle reason. Okay. Both the both halves of Arlen actually enable you to flip between day and night as you so choose. So you play the first half, you yep. tick up, uh-huh. and you just pass the turn because all of your creatures have flash until your next turn. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to tr- you get to trigger and flip over to night, and then on the night side, she gives you extra mana to be able to cast multiple spells on a turn to flip it back to day if you want. I actually really, really like how they designed this card to play very, very well with Day and Nightbound. I mean, I don't know why you would ever willingly switch off of Nightbound, because almost every card is just better as a Nightbound, but... Yeah, pretty much. But still, I mean, mean, enabling you to to get the extra mana and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, just like, yeah, like giving you the extra mana, and it is nice, you know, it's like, you know, sure, she attacks as a 5-5 indestructible haste trample monstrosity but sometimes you're like you know what i just want to like i want to flip her back and i want to make some more tutus because that it plus two to add two mana she will actually increase her loyalty very quickly with that so Mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 arlen sweet cool all right (laughs) uh croaking counterpart (laughs) One green blue sorcery. Create a token that's a copy of target non frog creature. Except it's a 1 1 green frog. Flashback for three green and a blue. Frog is his sneer's form of flattery. Oh my god, just look at the art. I, I remember seeing the art for the first time with this one. I, I, I did not realize it was an official spoiler. I thought it was just a preview from Custom Magic. <laughs> I'm. This. Yeah. He's like. So it's a frog, and he's riding like a griff, a, a griff, or maybe just a stork. I don't know. <laughs> he's just like, oh my god, this frog! I've been, yeah, I've been trying to figure out how good and or bad this card is in limited. Yeah, a lot of creatures lose a lot of their power when they're what ones. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still dope. Like I don't know, man. It's it's so weird. It's so weird. Everything about that card is weird. All right. Uh, last and certainly not least, uh, we have a reprint of a Pithing Needle. For one, you get an artifact. When it enters, you name a card. Uh, activated abilities of sources with the chosen name can't be activated unless they're mana abilities. Occasionally, a scab remembers too much of its former life. Luckily, there's an easy cure. Alright. So this this is on here for one very specific reason. Oh, yeah. Something that I never realized before now, but it makes total sense once you think about it. Brand new sentence. (laughs) Flesh hooks make everything worse. Right? Oh my (laughs) gosh. Like... (laughs) Like, how much worse can they make at shoving a needle into somebody's anywhere, you know? (laughs) Specifically skull. Skull, you know, but it's like, oh my gosh, it's like, how about if we add flesh hooks? 
you yeah. think, guys? <laughs> what if we shove it into their spinal cord with uh, flesh hooks? What is even the point off. of the flesh hooks? Uh, to look I don't get it! Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there flesh hooks? Oh, man. Uh, I'm so glad that I have the Pithing Needle Arts that I do. And I yeah, don't right. need to play with this so you one. you don't need that one. Totally. Alright. So, overall, the flavor of this one's been pretty good. Um, Let's like, be honest. It's an Innistrad set. It's in a, it, they hit it. It, it thrives on flavor. It always yeah. has. It always will. Yeah. Even when people complain because they're stupid. Innistrad has great flavor. Yeah, and, and this one hits Innistrad flavor good. Yes, very, very well. So, yep. And I do like the continuation of the story also. From like, you know, it's not like they, they didn't erase what happened previously. There's direct references to what happened before. Mm-hmm. You know, there is only two angels, archangels left on the plane. Mm-hmm. So it's not technically archangels, but you know what angels, I mean. Angels, yeah. Whatever. Leaders. Flights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Sweet flavor. Love it. Yep. All right. Let's go to our miscellaneous cards that we All have right. various reasons to talk to about, which are Ooh, not coherent in the least. All right. Next up, we have Sigarda's Splendor. Two white, white enchantments. As Sigarda's Splendor enters the battlefield, note your life total. Okay. You know this is going places. <laughs> At the beginning of your upkeep, draw a card if your life total is greater than or equal to the last noted life total for Sigarda's Splendor. Then note your life total. Whenever <laughs> you cast a white spell, gain one life. Dear Watsi, <laughs> why did this need to exist? <laughs> This card's cool, I guess. I had like, it in my pool, and I, I'm like, I don't know what to do here, so I just didn't play it. <laughs> like the upside, the upside is really high, right? Yeah. Like, but otherwise, it's a four mana brick. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a four mana do nothing. Yeah. That like, and yeah, like if, if you just cast this on turn four and pass the turn, even if your opponent doesn't attack you, it did nothing. Yeah, it's just like, hooray. <laughs> and then you gotta, like, try and start doing things from there. It only triggers off of white spells of yeah. all things. I like, don't know, man. This card's weird. I don't know, man. No, like, if they just say note your life total, we should just, like, panic slightly every time. <laughs> I have concerns. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Uh... Next up, we have Larger Zombie. Uh, it is a single blue for a 1-3 creature zombie with Defender. Tapped three untapped creatures you control. Look at the top card of your library. You may put it into your graveyard. The zombie is really into that. <laughs> Honestly, this probably could have been in flavor, but like yeah. flavor-wise, I don't really know if the flavor's there. This is just the most ridiculous art I've ever seen. I have... Um, I got the uh, art card for that one. Oh, how was that? And it is glorious. I'm pretty sure I got the art card for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he Zop. is just, he is tongue in that jar. This <laughs> <laughs> like glowing green brain jar. He's just, oh, yeah. he wants it so much. 
Oh yeah, like and if you get the big art and you get the look in his eye, he he is all about that jar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's messed up. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Next up, we have mysterious tome. Two in a blue artifact. Two tap draw a card. Transform mysterious tome. Flavor text. The villagers poured through old storybook, hoping that one of the tales within might hold some clue to saving the fading sun. The other side is Chilling Chronicle. One and tap. Target creature. Tar- tap a target non-land permanent. Transform Chilling Chronicle. But every story ended the same way. The countryside was captured in the icy grip of winter and darkened by eternal night. Uh, this card is dope and weird. <laughs> I love. I had this card in my pool. I played it, and well, it's not like the most amazing thing ever. I loved it. <laughs> like th- this card is it's it, it can't be amazing because it's so ungodly slow, right? It, it's it's ungodly slow, and but it still does yeah. so much. It, yeah, it, and that's the thing. The, the like the only one, the only problem sometimes is is like when you really want it to be the other side, it's not the other side. <laughs> oh yeah. That's how it's always going to be. Like, that's the thing, yeah. right? If you like, when you want to draw cards and you're like, Oh man, I had to like tap something down. And like, when you need to drop something down, you really need to tap something down. Yeah. So that it has its issues, but man, like this card, if I'm playing blue, I just have to play this card all the time. Right. It's I just, think you do. It's I mean, just so even, good. Even if it's like pay three mana, like, Otherwise, it's like pay three, three mana, draw a card every other turn. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like sure it's expensive, I, but it is a lot of mana. Yeah, I, but I mean, like you know, I suppose it was every turn, but like I played them uh, <laughs> that that three mana tap draw a card or whatever it was from one of the sets artifact. But yeah, um, like I think the card's good and stuff like that. You know, it's any non land permanent. So like I was playing an opponent and I was kind of ahead of them. And so at the end of their turn, I just tapped one of my creatures, flipped it over, and then drew a card on my turn. You know? Yeah, like, like, why not? It's like, okay. It's like, it's so sweet. you can, like, target your own stuff. You could target one of their enchantments, you know? Like, it just can't be a land. So, like, you can you can get it going if, if you are, like, ahead and want to be drawing cards, too. Yeah. And the tap down is nice, and you can kind of set stuff up, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, this card's solid. I'm, it's weird, but it's awesome. <laughs> I beat you the game that you played it against me. And I'm pretty yeah. sure it's only because like you screwed up your math and didn't realize you needed another mana or some shit. Yeah, I, I well, um, what I should have done is I think I had the extra mana to activate it and flip it over, mm-hmm. and I didn't, and that was the problem. Or to tap, or to tap down your creature or something. Yeah, I screwed up doing something like that. Um, I'm trying to remember if that was it. I just remember, like, you did something and you re- you pointed out that you oh. screwed up. Uh, oh, oh no! What I screwed up there is I had the um uh, the pacifism effect that exiles on your creature, uh. and I attacked with my decayed zombie, and sacrificed it. And then after, I'm like, I just lost Coven, and I needed to kill that. <laughs> I needed to get rid of that thing. It was Oops. a su- it was a dumb error. Yeah, but I don't know. I love that card though. It's awesome. Yeah. All right, you ready? Another thing that was in my pool. (laughs) Yeah, another thing. This actually resulted in a very long judge call. Which is funny because it was actually probably a really easy call. Um, Yeah, (laughs) once I started chiming in, everyone's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, So we have Sludge Monster. 
Uh, three blue blue creature horror. It's a five five. When it enters the battlefield or attacks, put a slime counter on up to one other target creature. Non-horror creatures with slime counters on them lose all abilities and have base power and toughness two two. Tracking it isn't the hard part. <laughs> all right. So this is on here for one reason. The only reason that matters. Why the hell is this not in the news? I didn't even notice that. It is a sludge monster. This thing should be an ooze. They should have made it a horror ooze at least, right? Yeah. Well, an ooze horror, probably. Uh, you know? Whatever you want to call it, R- yeah. Race, then job. That's how we do things. Yeah. It's horror or race or a job. It's a job. Okay. I mean, in this case, uh, I just almost said but... something. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right but. yeah this card should be an ooze and it actually really does annoy me that it's not yeah like more than people probably realize this annoys me that it's not because i love oozes and wasi why you gotta be like that why you gotta be so rude i have two sweet oozes in this set you can give me a third one <laughs> right getting greedy <laughs> i just want to build an ooze, sweet ooze deck that's all i want right uh, but I don't know. I liked this card, personally. Yeah, this card's sweet. It did God's work for me most games. Yeah, when you uh, remembered how it worked. Yeah, I suppose it, it's also a five-five. It just doesn't die. And that's the thing. It's a five-five. It, it's like you have to spend a spell on it most of the time. Fun Unless fact: you make though. a dumb attack, um, and like, yeah, it just shuts down abilities and stuff constantly. You know, and so yeah, it's just solid. Yeah. Fun fact, though, you can still beat it by throwing it out a window. You can still beat it by throwing it out a window, yes. <laughs> did we not talk about... Yeah, we didn't talk about Defenestrate at all. We didn't? I, no, I put that on the list somewhere here. Yeah, it's on the list here. Oh, we haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought it was be in flavor, because it's a... <laughs> no, right. I, I got more to say than that, but... Alright. Alright, but whatever. Okay, next next card. Next up, we have Vivisection. Three and a blue sorcery as just got to cast a spell. Sacrifice a creature. Draw three cards. Though their work is widely reviled, the Stitchers see themselves as being on the cutting edge of science. <laughs> that is an awful pun. It uh, is an awful pun. I've always loved the flavor of the, of the card vivisection. Yes, I I love the original card. Like vivisection is literally one of my favorite cards. Yeah, like it has fantastic flavor, and it's also really horrifying when you know what the word means. Yep, <laughs> but it it's why it works so well. You it learn a lot, well. and it's kind yeah. of a bend. It's kind of a bend in um uh, blue, but I mean, yeah, I mean, and how how much can you hate a card that says draw three cards on it, right? Exactly. Pretty pretty tough. Passivisms are a thing, so yeah, right. I mean, I think... also, I played this in my Skulker deck so that I could trigger my, so I could blow up my Skulkers, <laughs> trigger all the little, little squids. I actually heard, I heard someone talking about it during one of the pre-releases where mm-hmm. someone did put the candle pacifism on a creature, and then the guys is like, all right, sure, untap and, and sack this creature to vivisection, and the guys <laughs> like, well, that just went as badly as it could for me, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was wondering what sacked this card. Uh, man, never forget, yeah. guys. You can really learn a lot about a motor when you look at it while its engine's running. Right. <laughs> not, not wrong. 
love that. That's like one of my favorite reprints, though. I'm super pumped they reprint that card. Fits perfectly yeah. on Innistrad, too. Oh, 100%. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Curse of Leeches. Oh, well, that art. Um, <laughs> two and a black for an enchantment are a curse. Enchant player. As this permanent transforms into Curse of Leeches, attach it to a player. At the beginning of Enchanted Player's Upkeep, they lose one life and you gain one life. Daybound. Uh, the backside is Leeching Lurker. It is a 4-4 creature leech horror with lifelink and nightbound. First darkness falls, then it burrows in. <laughs> like, I don't so this, know why they're putting future sight cards in this set. <laughs> so this card is nightmare fuel. Yeah. And also just weird rules, like with how it works. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's rules wise, it's really, really like it wonky. feels like a time spiral card, right? It does. Like it really, really does. You are definitely yeah. not wrong in that. <laughs> yeah. This art is horrifying. Yep. The functionality of this card is weird. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's yeah, I don't know. I dig the card overall, but man, is it just weird in every way. I've, I looked at multiple people's decks during the Noon pre-release that had this card in it, and I kept being like, I feel like I sh this card isn't worth playing, but I wasn't ever sure. Right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, yeah. I mean, like, the effect of, like, the drain effect is, like, not nothing. Yeah. Like, it's and an a, actual four drain, four which is, is good. Like, yeah. And a 4-4 four four is, like super reasonable. A 4-4 four four lifelink is reasonable. Oh yeah, I mean, and Sherry mentioned that. She's like, yeah, one time I, I just cast it as a 3-mana 4-4 four four lifelink and it was really, really good. And I'm like, well, no shit. <laughs> I mean, like, so even if you like, I don't know, I feel like that's just like fine, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, that's the, if it's Nightbound, it's great. Like, the thing is, how relevant is the, fir is the front side of this card? Yeah. Because, like, by you putting the drain on your opponent, you're also incentivizing them to, like, cast more spells to try and, like, counteract it. Yeah. But, you then, you get, but then you get a 4-4 lifelink. Well, no, because if the cast spells will never be up to night, night mount. Oh, okay. But, like, then you're draining them. I mean, like, yeah, it's not a huge effect, but, like, that one drain really does add up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, drain effects have been good, and they're usually yeah. 4 or 5 mana enchantments lately. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Jared know. weird. Card's weird. I like it, though. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Defenestrate. Two in a black. Instant. Destroy target creature without flying. The chaplain would perhaps have found some small comfort had he known that the replacement window would be named in his honor. <laughs> uh, this, this could have arguably have been... Uh... 10 out of 10 card in some ways. Yeah, arguably. Like, arguably. Like, I, I don't think, I think it's like, maybe it's just a little short, but this is such an amazing card. IMO. Yeah. On on power level wise, I think it's just a little too short, but like, if, oh, yeah. the problem, if you make this cost two mana, this card is stupid good. Yeah. I mean, like. And we already yeah, have definitely. a, we already have a stupid good two mana removal spell in this set, right? right yeah. For those who don't know, to defenestrate something is to throw it out a window. Yes. So like, that 
That's why it destroys target creature without flying. This, I guarantee you, one hundred percent, this card will show up in other sets. This will I, be in the. This will be in the next core set. Yeah, I could. I could definitely see it. Just play. Put this in instead of murder. Yep. This I, is. I call it. Yeah. Yeah. This card is dope. It also reminds me about D and D, where Defen- I <laughs> defenestrating sphere, which is a spell that like. It just makes a little mini tornado, and if your opponent fails two fort saves, it throws them out the nearest window. I'm like, why does it do that? And you, like, you're like to defenestrate me, so throw something out of window. Like, really? It's like you learn so many sweet things playing D and D. Yeah, D and D and magic, you learn tons of new words. <laughs> like, if that's not the greatest thing ever, I don't know what is. Uh, yeah. uh, All right. Uh, next up, we have. Graveyard Trespasser. Two and a black for a 3-3 creature human werewolf with ward discard a card. Uh, whenever Graveyard Trespasser enters the battlefield or attacks, exile up to one target card from a graveyard. If a creature card was exiled this way, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life daybound. The flip side is Graveyard Glutton. 4-4 uh, werewolf with ward discard a card still. Uh, when it enters the battlefield or attacks, exile up to two target cards from a gra- from graveyards. For each creature card exile this way, each opponent loses one life. You gain one life. Nightbound. So, this is on here more as just a talking point. Holy shit, there's a lot of graveyard hate in this set. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, it's an Innistrad set, I get it. Yeah. But, like, there's multiple, like, graveyard... In- interaction cards in just like common level in black mm-hmm. there's this one and there's the rare white card the three two that also just exiles cards from graveyards on entering the battlefield and attacking like there's just like man let's just make a bunch of rare graveyard hate cards yeah right. which, which makes you wonder if they expect the graveyard to be more relevant than it currently is and they're I mean, just like we're, fair yeah we're giving everyone answers yeah and like, I mean, that, I, that very well could be. I really, really like creature-based answers to things. Yep. Because you're not only are you slowing, like, disrupting your opponent, you're putting pressure on them, which is super <laughs> relevant. I yeah. actually do really like that. It's more interactive too, in some ways too. I like like removing a creature is more interesting than a lot of things. As, yeah, from, like, from a gameplay perspective. Well, yeah, like, and also like forcing you to go into combat to do it is also yeah. relevant. Like, it forced the game like. There's a reason why Scavenging Ooze is like the premier graveyard interaction card, right? Right. Yeah. Because it's you get to choose whatever you want, and it gets big. Yep. And you do the the stompy stomp. But, yeah. Okay. Next up, we have a Lord of the Forsaken. <laughs> Two black black for a six six creature demon with flample. Black, sacrifice another creature. Target player mills three cards. Pay one life, add colorless, spend this mana only to cast a spell from your graveyard. Uh, this card is Illidan Stormrage. You will never convince me otherwise. Like, it feels like this card fell out of WoW. Yeah. In, in a lot of ways. <laughs> the skin tone, the wings, even the horns, all the yeah. green going on, the tattoos the name of the card even like yeah <laughs> uh, but this this yeah. is illidan storm rage fight me fight me yeah also graveyard channel 
Yeah. Gra- gra- graveyard channel is dope. Yep. I like I like channel. Channel's a fair channel on like six drops should happen more. <laughs> okay. You already I mean, you already, fair, you already have a six drop, right? Like do, yeah. like green green channel busted. Stupid. Yeah. Never put in, in anything that matters, right? Yeah. But like, oh yeah, this this six drop has channel. I was like, dope. Dope. Uh, all right. Uh, alrighty. So next up, we have the pleasantly named uh, the Meat Hook Massacre. <laughs> uh, X black black for a legendary enchantment. Uh, when the Meat Hook Massacre enters the battlefield, each creature gets minus X minus X until end of turn. Uh, whenever a creature you control die dies, each opponent loses one life. Whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, you gain one life. So this is uh, Fletcher's Invitational card. <laughs> Pretty close. This is this is his way to uh, <laughs> go longer in his uh, murder kill decks. Pretty much everything he's ever wanted in his life. Right. <laughs> You'll notice when he kills his opponent's creatures, he gains life. They don't lose life. The yep. goal is not to actually kill your opponent when playing that deck. Nope. It's to never die and drain their will to live. Pretty much. <laughs> so this, car- this card is perfect. That's all you Big- need to be. There we are. Also, that hand. Yep, that hand. The, yeah, the Meat Hook Massacre. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I love how it's the Meat Hook Massacre. I mean, you. it's legendary. They learned from uh, Questing Beast. <laughs> exactly. Uh. All right. Next up, we have Immolation. Red enchantment. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, minus two. Nothing is funnier to a devil than setting someone anyone on fire <laughs> so i'm super pumped that this card is here uh not because it's amazing or anything like that although did you, you did use it as a kill spell against me because uh, it is a kill spell i know right um the thing i love about it is that the last time that this was printed was fourth edition and i love when they reprint old cards uh, did fourth edition come out um, after or before or after Renaissance? Uh, approximately the same time. Okay. So, so I know that it had the Renaissance yeah. reprinting for all yeah. that matters. <laughs> yeah. So it was printed in Legends, like in paper. It was printed in Legends, fourth edition, and Renaissance. Yeah. And I love, 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 love when they reprint old cards like this. So like I'm just I'm just jacked about it. I don't know. It's a it's a dumb thing that I enjoy. Um, not an amazing card, but hell yeah, um, the card is really good. Limited. I don't care what it comes. Oh yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a limited card. I mean, it's some. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's sorcery speed called? shock. Yeah, it's sorcery speed shock. Or um, I'm trying to think of the enchantment that's the minus two minus two from black, but um, uh, for a single black, but uh, dead weight. <laughs> yeah, dead weight. It's just dead weight in, in red. Yeah. <laughs> Card's dope, but but I love it. I just I'm super happy they reprinted a really old card that hasn't got a reprint in a long time. So keep it up, Watsy. Print print more old ass cards. <laughs> Make Fletcher happy. Make me happy. Well, like I was super stoked in one of the um, uh, it was the last Innistrad set. They reprinted a card from like Onslaught or something like that, or no? 
uh, Odyssey um, that I like recognized because it was like a card like some R that made you like let, that you could like discard cards and something like that. And it's like this super like weird card that's like really niche and you're never gonna like 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 where are you gonna reprint that? And then they reprinted it there and it worked perfectly. And I'm like, yes, more of that. But please, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. You're next, I'm pretty sure. Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. I'm sitting here waiting for you. I'm like, do, 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 do. All right. Uh, I, I read Immolation, so. Yep. Uh, next up, we have a Shadow Beast Sighting. Three and a green for a sorcery. Create a 4-4 green beast creature token with flashback for six and a green. Werewolves leave tracks. Vampires leave wrung out corpses. This is something else. It's Bigfoot. That's somebody actually uh, this was that was a top post in reddit on reddit actually one day somebody was like i just realized that this is the like um the most famous bigfoot pose uh-huh <laughs> the token is is not in a bigfoot pose which is unfortunate i bud i mean you're seeing the token actually this is just the sighting yeah exactly <laughs> the token uh, is actually a, is actually two humans in a suit yep because <laughs> that would make a 4-4 also <laughs> if they're 2-2s two mm. alright, two bears in a suit there we go, now we've got it figured out alright alright, uh, yeah <laughs> next up we have unnatural growth one, green green, green, green for an enchantment <laughs> at the beginning of each combat double the power and toughness of each creature you control until end of turn Yup. Well. <laughs> well. All right, kids. That is. Uh... Yeah, I've already seen a mono green deck that played this. Uh-huh. It was ridiculous. Okay. You just play a bunch of overcosted or undercosted tramplers and annihilate people. <laughs> Fun fact: the stack. Very well. That yes, they would. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there. I'm saying it. I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah, like the nice thing gotta... about this is this is not a do nothing the turn it comes into. Like no. you play it, and since it triggers at the beginning of each combat, you can be like, slam this, kill you with my two two and my three three. <laughs> Yeah. Slam this ten you. Ten you, yeah. Go. Uh, but yeah. yeah. I I have some green cards I need to pick up apparently, so <laughs> that, that, that's a pretty cool one. Yeah. Okay. Uh next up we have gotta scroll here. Is this Liesa? Is that how that's pronounced? I always just pronounce her as Lisa. All right. I don't Lisa. know if it's right. I've never heard anyone actually pronounce it, so... Yeah, it, lo- it looks like a fancy way to pronounce Lisa. Yeah, we'll do that. Forgotten Archangel. Two white, white, black. Four, five, legendary creature angel. Flying lifelink. When another non-token creature you control dies, return that card to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. If a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead. 
Look, it's more graveyard hate, like I was talking about. We got our uh, we got our black flight. Yep, we have the black flight. This is and we have the actual factual black flight as opposed to just Commander Legends black flight. It's sweet that they're back. I do. One of the things that I've always really liked about um, the flight leaders on Innistrad is they're all white, white plus a single other color. Yep. Like they are only like they're still base white. They're dabbling in something else. In this yeah. case, she specifically was dabbling in making deals with demons. <laughs> I whatever. I know you do it. It's fine. It's not right. that bad. Avison had a big problem with it. Avison's gone now. I mean, but and like, really, Avison also murdered a crapload of people. So like, yeah, she just we com- she just committed genocide. No big deal. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, I love that they have yeah the uh, this in the set and that art is awesome in my opinion. Yep, I I dig the art. I really really like how they're very much playing into the white and black aspect of her. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I hope there's some sweet story things about her since they're doing story again. Agreed. All right, next up we have Rem Carolus Stalwart Slayer. Uh, one white red for a two three legendary creature human knight flying and haste if a spell would deal damage to you or another permanent you control prevent that damage if a spell would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent an opponent controls it deals damage damage plus one so this is just a mini Gisela yeah, except I didn't realize that that first line doesn't reduce the damage by one. It just straight up prevents all of it. Yeah, it just stops it. So that's also very interesting. Mm-hmm. Just your red removal doesn't do anything, except it kills this guy, which why wouldn't you kill him first anyways? So. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know. This card just feels weird, obviously, to me. Yeah. this card, I don't know. This card's cool. It's very, very interesting. It makes your burn spells much better, obviously. Makes them one better. Yeah. Which is actually fairly significant. <laughs> Your shock is now a lightning bolt. Hmm. Deal. Hmm. Right. Sorry, your playing with fire is now a lightning bolt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we have Sigarda, Champion of Light. One green, white, white, legendary creature angel. It's a 4 4. With flying and trample, humans you control get plus one, plus one. Coven. Uh, when she attacks, if you control three or more creatures with different powers, look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal a human creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So I have a question. Uh-huh. How late into development did they change this from putting the creature onto the battlefield to putting it into your hand after they realized how powerful Winota was? <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> this card's cool otherwise, though. Yeah, I'm like, after some of the stuff they did, I'm sure they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hmm. Hmm. Maybe we better dial it back a little bit from all this stuff. <laughs> Just a teensy, weensy bit. Yeah. But... So, all right. Cool, cool card. Yep. Next up, we have... Tovalar, Dire Overlord. One red, green. For a 3-3 legendary creature human werewolf, 
Whenever a wolf or werewolf you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control three or more wolves and or werewolves, it becomes night. Then transform any number of human werewolves you control. Of note, that line of text does work with all the previous werewolves. Yep, that line does. <laughs> Speci- th- this, they finally did it for all you whiny little bitches. They gave you the legendary werewolf you've always wanted because apparently Ulrich wasn't good enough. Yep. Then the backside. Tovalar the Midnight Scourge. He is a 4-4 regular werewolf. No more humans. Whenever a wolf or werewolf con- you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. X white, or sorry, X red green. Target wolf or werewolf you control gets plus X plus zero and gains trample until end of turn. We have ourselves a wolf or Kessig wolf run. There we go. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a cool card for the people who like their flippy wolves, I guess. So. Yep. I mean, like I said, this is, you finally got your commander card. You can stop being obnoxious about it. This card hey, does world. everything you could ever want yeah. for a werewolf commander. The one. Except I really like how Ulrich was the uncontested alpha and would fight everything once he flipped. <laughs> Just like you. Screw you. Yep. I remember someone once complained about that. They're like, why is he called the uncontested alpha but he fights? That means he's being contested. It's like... Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, just go crawl back into that hole you came out of. <laughs> yeah. Just go into it. Don't come back out. Leave me alone. Yeah. Alright. Should we hit up hit up our top card of the set? The single best ten out of ten. It's been a while since we've only had one ten out of ten, isn't it? Uh Maybe. I don't know. I feel like we've been having two lately. Yeah, maybe we've been doing that. But all right. This is the, we got one though, and this is this is a good one. So um for our ten out of ten, we have Champion of the Perished. Single black for a one one creature zombie. Whenever another zombie enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on Champion of the Perished. He rose from the graph for every cobbler, tamer, and fool who'd been slaughtered in the parish. And they rose and shambled after him. <laughs> like this, awesome, is fantastic, uh, awesome callback to another card. Super good mirroring with that, and also a good card. Yes, Champion <laughs> of the Parish is the third best one drop in Modern Humans, right? Because mm-hmm. let's be completely honest, Noble Hierarch and. Um, Aethervile are nuts. <laughs> but Champion of the Parish is one of those cards that just gets out of hand. Yeah. Right? You still play four of him for a reason. Mm-hmm. And while Modern Zombies is not a thing, because zombies just don't have as much shenanigans like yeah. uh, humans can get going on with, this card is still sweet. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like this card definitely is there for power level. It just needs other things to go along with it. Mm-hmm. As mentioned, like the mirroring of the flavor text, the name is just fantastic. Oh, perfect, yeah. The, the art is fantastic. The flavor is fantastic. I, this card is just dope. Yeah. Like, 
the name is so good you you're like sitting there wondering like did they set this up with champion of the parish like were they trying to set that up they just like decided they wanted to set up set it up 10 years later i mean who knows like <laughs> I, I like it or maybe someday down the line they're just like oh man we could name a card that like you know this like this or something but like i don't know and the fact that they could mirror the card perfectly with the original but just in a different context is just awesome like yeah and then like the art is good you know it just all fits together love it yeah it is the one thing that i kind of am sad by is they didn't have the same artist do both oh can't win them all i guess yeah but that would that would have been pretty sweet but it would have been but you know as i said it's still sweet it does sweet things all right. he, he even still does art for the set. They didn't do him. Interesting. Hmm. Sure, they had a reason. But yeah. So, um, overall impressions. Set sweet. I am a fan of it sweet. so far. It's been it's been fun so far. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see how it pans out. I like the flavor. I think the um, the mechanical cards are interesting. I, I, it doesn't look like a, like it's gonna be too over the top, like no, you know, and that's what like, I like. <laughs> no, there's no cards in the set that are like, oh my god, why is this card so powerful? But there's yeah. a lot of cards that's like, like these cards are powerful. These cards oh, yeah. will have an impact on standard, right? Like yep. that was a, one of the big complaints about the D and D set is like none of the cards did anything yeah. really, which is like people were wrong about that if we're being honest but like you still understand where they're coming from right like the D set did seem weak mm-hmm. and this doesn't seem weak there's a lot of actually really good cards oh, yeah. in the set it seems so yeah i mean and like there's you know I, we we jokingly mentioned it a few times about some cards that are strictly better than other cards that commonly end up in standard yes you know? exactly like yeah, we have a strictly like better a, yeah, shock in the shock and like you know like the um that kill spell the two mana yep. skill spell is like good uh, delvers in this set, you know. So it's like yeah. I'm actually made... more interested with delver is now going to be legal in pioneer. I've seen a few decks lists for it already, actually. So. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, I'm not surprised. But like putting that legal in pioneer, change, like that's that's fairly big. Oh yeah. I mean, it's They're... dominated other formats before. <laughs> yeah, I do really like how it seems like a lot of the power they put in the set is in the answers. Yeah, and like that's always the big thing where there's, it's a hard balance, right? Because you don't want the answers to be too good because then people just no one ever plays any creatures. Yeah, no, yeah, no one plays games. <laughs> but you can't just have the format being dominated by shit like Gideon and the Questing Beast, right? Like, people need to be able to deal with the things that are on the battlefield. Otherwise, people are just like, you know, they're ignoring each other and just throwing things at each other's faces. Yeah. So. All right, I I have hope. Yeah. All right, we can wrap this one up. So um, uh, if you want to shoot some feedback, you can send an email to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. You can head to thelocalmeta.com for links to the Patreon, link to the Discord, always a good time there, uh, as well as their stream. I think next week we're going to be streaming, and I'm starting um, uh, my game, right? Yes. 
Yeah, so I'm, uh, that'll be cool. Oracle of Seasons, I believe, yep. is what I decided on. Yep, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons, so. It'll be, it'll be good. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I like Zelda games, so. I'm, or, and Game Boy Zelda games, too, so. Uh, yeah, so, cool. John, anything else? Negative. Negatory. All right, let me catch you next time. See ya.